Being part of that legacy is just wonderful. They were here to make a better life for themselves. You're caring for somebody and the abuse that you get, um, you, you don't let it affect you. You didn't want to give up. You just keep pushing against the, 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 the barriers, the barriers mm -hmm. yeah. And you support each other and that's what we do very well. I can't imagine the motivation to work that hard in the system that didn't really get them. We had a mission, we had a goal. We wanted to achieve for those to follow. I know that without them, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. We were pioneers and we left a legacy, if you like. My name is Martin Griffiths. My name is Samantha Tross. My name is Dr. Lorette Folks. I'm a consultant histo and cytopathologist. I'm a trauma surgeon here at Bart Health NHS Trust. And I'm a consultant orthopaedic surgeon. My mum was born in 1940 in Jamaica. In 1965, she came to England to train as a nurse. My mum came to the UK in early 60s. Proper Jamaican woman, church lady. My mum came and did her nursing training in England in, in 1964. I have a vivid memory of the nurses in crisp white dresses, but they just looked amazing. When we think about you know, what Afro-Caribbean people have done, and if, if we point to what do black people do in Britain, you say, well, we helped build the NHS. I came in 1964 in December, from the sunshine straight into the winter. And when I got off the plane, if somebody had said, Here's your ticket, go back to Jamaica. <laughs> We're updated. <laughs> when the plane was actually um, descending in England, I thought all the, the houses was um, churches or bakeries because I saw the smoke coming out of the, of the top. I said, and, and one of the funny experiences I had, when I, I went to my brother's place in Enfield, the first time I knew about a terrace house, when I saw my brother approaching this place, this terrace, I thought he owned the whole block. I said, boy, but boy, it's done well. I miss my rice and peas, <laughs> you know, and uh, I missed all my friends and the rest of my family. After a while, you get a little bit depressed. I managed to get myself into nursing um, with the help of my brother. Nursing was not on my agenda at all. And then it brought up that side of me that I never knew I had. Yeah, that kind of loving, caring person. And the people um, that you worked with, you become such friends. That's how we actually found the camaraderie and the solace in each other. You were getting the racism. You were getting it from patients. You're actually That's providing right, yes. care for, you yes. know. Doing the best you can, the individual is sick and is dependent on you. It was so different to the Caribbean. Mm. I mean, nobody prepared you for that, no. you know. Yeah. Remember that we didn't have a family in, so to change jobs, mm -hmm. what job would you get? So yes, I suppose it affected us, yes, but we didn't dwell on it because mm. we realized everyone was going through the same thing. I just think kudos to us, you know, as a, as a mm -hmm. group of people and as black people in what we've achieved, you mm. know. I didn't think I'd be a doctor until I got the offer from medical school. I realised that I was eligible to apply for medical school or could even consider it because up to that point I wasn't, I don't, I don't think, I hadn't seen any black doctors really so I didn't think I really thought I could be there. I was surprised to get into medical school. I thought it was like mad. My parents were extremely proud when I qualified as a doctor. I was the first black female to become an orthopaedic consultant and I was lucky enough to also be the first woman in Europe to perform Mako robotic hip surgery, so two firsts under my belt.
my mother was delighted <laughs> to tell everybody that her daughter was a consultant. <laughs> yeah, she loved it. Here I am, a newly minted you know, trauma and vascular surgeon in Whitechapel, looking after young boys and girls who've been stabbed and trying to work out what the heck is going on. So we built a model of resilience and support that transformed those kids' lives, reduced readmission and empowered young people. Diversity within healthcare medicine is incredibly important. If you don't see black doctors, you just don't think that that's for you. You know, it's just that any organisation is changing, yeah? and it's moving towards a fairer system. Yeah. I totally get that, and I'm very proud to be part of that organisation. But the rate of change isn't fast enough for some. So what we want now is to move it further and to see action. Then you will have a workforce that reflects the population that it's serving. And those people will be reflected in all levels. I don't think you could have the NHS as it is now without the contribution of black people back in the day. That sense of love that I grew up in is everywhere. It's in the DNA of the organisation. <laughs> yes, I think that we were the backbone in many respects. And the thing is, we did it with love. We did it with compassion. We did it to the best that we could. If I had to choose another career, I would choose to be a nurse all over again.